This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, please yeah, welcome yeah, Peter yeah, Smith yeah. and Steve Mix. <laughs> you are now entering the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? Tell you what, man. Do we need that last shot of Jameson before this cast? Oh, my gosh. You're Happy wild man, Mix. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, Steve. Steve Migliori, the Irish, the Irish Italian. I'm so drunk, I can't remember the joke I was going to tell, but it was about my penis be Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> it always happens when I see you, Ted. It does, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're talking about the shillelagh. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't do a... Every accent I do sounds terrible. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Ireland. Oh. Jesus, you sound like a character at Family Guy. I gotta like ramp myself up, and I sound like Mickey Mouse drunk. Oh, welcome to Ireland. Oh, I'm Irish oh. now. Oh. <laughs> Kissing my Blarney Stone. Oh, I don't know why. No one from Ireland does, goes. Oh. <laughs> By the way, for the record, I just gotta get two things out, and I will tweet this later. And then the show ends because we're starting late. <laughs> it's Patties with two D's. Okay, I'm a, I'm Team Patty. Right, because yeah. if it's you spell it with two T's, that's for Patricia. Okay, because yeah. I know some people because it's Patrick, but then there's the argument that it's Padrick. It is right for me. I said I I tend to sober or drunk, I slur my words, and I think over time it just became Patties to me because that's just how I it comes out. Well, right, and I think saying it's one thing, but when people write. Uh, St. Patty's with two T's. Guy, it gets me going. Does it? Oh, yeah. I follow an account called Patty, not Patties. <laughs> it's like Patty Coin. Yeah. yeah. That's what Right. Like, so that one, and then the other one is public service announcement. Don't pinch people you don't know without consent. Well, that's good. Okay. But again, it only has 125 calories. It's basically a light beer. Right. People are always like, oh, I can't drink Guinness. It's so heavy, this and that. Like, no, nah, it's just dark. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what did I say? Like, well, it's it's lighter beer technically than most beers that you're drinking. Yeah, it's lighter than a Corona, like this and that. And oh, they'll like, bring up the Corona. On. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> right, but like a Miller Lite's like 97 calories. If I had to guess, so, <laughs> you had to <a> guess. <laughs> not that I looked it up. No, not at all. <laughs> Well, it's a great day. So happy St. Patty's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Steve. I'm doing uh, uh I'm, I'm doing my taxes. That way, I could get some green today. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. Maybe some gold. I'm hoping. Boy, am I hoping. I got a synthetic lawn to to, to purchase. <laughs> yeah, I cooked some uh, corned beef, cabbage, potatoes, carrots on Sunday, mm-hmm. and kind of munching on it now. <laughs> like today, today's Wednesday, so today's the last day I'm going to eat it, dude. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I forgot that today is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, until my wife sent me a bitmoji that had like, you know, like they, they made her look like she's like in a pot of gold or something. I'm like, that's a weird bitmoji to send me. And then I realized, oh crap, it's St. Patrick's Day. And so I sent her one back and then her response was, I honestly had no idea that it was St. Patrick's Day until I looked at the list because every morning she'll send me a bitmoji. And she's like, I I, she saw that one and she's like, oh, 
Okay, I guess today's St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know either until this morning. That's why I don't have any green on. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Ted, on the other hand, it's all green. Right? <laughs> I came in a green St. Patrick's Day sweatshirt from a bar back in Maryland called Looney's and a green, the green Pearl Jam hat. Or Alice in Chains hat, sorry. That's the one I, is that the one I thought of you when I went to the museum and said, yeah. You, okay. They, 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 when they did the pop-up museum at the Crocodile, I went there and I saw the different merch and there was a hat. You got to know, like, you have a good friend when you know what they wear. You know what I mean? Like, I, I looked at that yeah. hat, and I'm like, this is a dope hat. I'll never wear it, but I know Ted would. Yeah. And, and then, so I texted you. I'm like, dude, you want to go there and get a hat? Right. I think I missed you. Like, like half hour later, I was down there at the Crocodile buying the hat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, St. Patrick's Day, obviously, growing up Irish Catholic was big. My mom's family's Irish. But then also, over the years, like, I just enjoy a good drink and holiday. And I've always mm-hmm. had some, like... Like, even today, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just have, the, like, I'm like, ah, I got to go get a beer at a bar after work. Or like, my buddy Rob, my old boxing coach, there was years where, like, me and, it would just be me and him. But it was just a thing. We had to go, mm-hmm. you had to go get a pint. And wait, I thought, like, that not many people are going into bars tonight, obviously. But you're going well, to try to make Well, there's not many open. Right. But you're going to find one and just at least get a beer somewhere? I'm going to try. Nice. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was going to ask you, someone just popped in, oh. Here's the crazy thing. I saw one of my old um, my old audio production professor in college or like radio professor, or whatever he was. He posted something that says, it's kind of weird teaching a class today at Plattsburgh on St. Patrick's Day. And at first I'm like, and I started thinking, I'm like, oh, that's right. Usually, I think because of uh, COVID, they've had to change things and, and, and schedules are all out of whack right now. Right. But up until this year, for the last 30, maybe 40 years, Plattsburgh State University uh, intentionally had spring break fall on the same week as St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Yeah, but the reason they did that is because Plattsburgh used to just be a massive party school, and every St. Patrick's Day would be the biggest party of the year. And it would get so insane that they started winning Playboy Magazine's best place to party Best college party every year. Like no kidding, they were in like the top five or number one, and it, it almost it became a source of embarrassment for the school. And so their way of handling it, they send everyone home. Right? Yeah, they're like no school the week of St. Pat, and it used to it pissed off the students. For and and so it's kind of funny when he posted that. All these now parents of students are like, ah, finally my kid can enjoy what I once enjoyed. It's kind of funny to see. That is crazy. I thought that was like good for the student, but you're right. If you want to go on spring break, you don't want to be in in New York, right? You, you're right. You don't want to. You want to be with your buddies, getting drunk. Yeah. And what better place to do that in, than in college? Yeah, I mean, I can remember even like me and Bernie going on bar crawls in D.C. like the weekend before mm-hmm. and stuff. God, yeah, man, I'm getting fired up just even <laughs> talking about this. Jesus, me too. Getting my taxes done. I'm excited. <laughs> Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. It's very weird. My two notes for today after what we just talked about, like, ah, St. Patrick's Day, get in a pub. So my advice today is get outside and stay active. <laughs> I was like, that was the whole TED Talk. Like, ah, probably not the best setup to it. Like, ah, get yourself at a bar. That's perfect. You know what they call that, Steve? What's that? Irish sunscreen. When it's a nice summer day and you're in a dark pub. Is that really? <laughs> I mean, that's the slang term we always use. Is the mascot Seamus from the WWE? <laughs> I swear that guy puts powder on his skin. How is he that pale? I think he just, I think it's because everybody else is so tan. Yeah, I know. I've debated that in my world of wrestling. Like, do I need to start tanning? 
Because that's just a thing. And like sometimes I see videos of me. Like I recently on SOS Pro Wrestling, I wrestled uh, Danica De La Rouge, who's a great wrestler. I was really stoked to get to work with her because she's one of my favorite people in town. But also at some point will be on a bigger stage. Like she yeah. truly is that good. But she's def- she she's tan or at least yeah. has a darker complexion. And so I'm watching this. I'm like, geez, man, it just looks like she's wrestling Casper. Like, because I'm just so pale. Well, look, the other problem is, is that, like, you can't deny with smoke with the smoke and mirrors, too. Yeah. Like, when you're tan, like, definition shows up more and this and that. Like, you just look fitter. But then also, though, you get tan, some people go a little too balls out. And then they start looking older. They look a little more leathery. Well, it's got to be done right. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. And you know I'm, what, Steve? I'll spray tan you before your events. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of SOS, I do want to play this quick clip before we... Uh, <laughs> Take a break because yesterday <laughs> it was on. I know, dude. We're doing a short one. We're doing a short one. We did a thirty-minute bitch fest, and it is what it is. And I gotta yeah. get my taxes. He's got to do his job. We got responsibilities for adult people. When are you gonna realize that? I've, I tell you what, though, we're getting. We're talking St. Patrick's. Like I should have took it today off, right? The hell was I thinking? You and me both. Well. <laughs> last night was uh, episode two of the second season of uh, SOS Pro Wrestling, and All so right. you'll love this. So. It's just kind of, we call it the Gilligan's Island of professional wrestling. We're stuck on an island, although we found a shed. We go into the shed. Who do we find inside the shed? It's the gallery, the Grappler's Gallery, and it's an art museum or like random art on the walls. A wrestling ring is inside this shed, and Cody Von Whistler is, is inside of it. Oh, no so, kidding. Yeah, we found Cody, which is pretty awesome. If those who remember him from the end days, and he also did to do some stuff with KSW as well. Good dude. Awesome dude. I saw some of the still shots of this. Yeah, okay, so... So we go in, and now he's offering us a merch table to have on the island. Because wrestlers, right. what do you love more? You love to be able to hawk your own merch. Sure. Even if there's no fans, you still want a merch table. So we had to have a, a contest to win the merch table. So I suggested, being a radio guy, one of the big radio contests that we've all grown up knowing and maybe loving, maybe not, is the old put your hand on something, and whoever holds it the last wins it, like a car. Sure. So I was like, why don't we all put our hands on the table, and whoever lasts the longest wins the merch table. Well, then it was down to me and Danica, and then we eventually just decided to both take our hands off the table at the same time and settle it in the ring. Oh, okay. Right. I never trust the same time hand release. I didn't either. So we had to slowly go finger by finger, and we were both down to our middle fingers, and then we had to touch middle fingers and push them up off the table together. It's all on video. It's very awkward, and it's kind of funny. I feel awkward even hearing about it. Was it. Very, it, was, it was one of those awkward, funny things to watch, because it's just... Which, none of this is scripted. We're just making it. Oh, up. really? We didn't have that. Oh, that a boy. I, that makes me like it more. No, we were just coming up with it as we went along. And when we finished taping it, everyone's in tears <laughs> laughing. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, we're slowly pushing our fingers together. And then we're like, okay, now we got to count to three. And we lift them together so we knew we wouldn't cheat. Jesus. And then I snapped her fingers and threw her in the ring. <laughs> so now we're in the ring, and you have to cut a little promo on who you're wrestling. All right. And I was, it's, it's one of those things where it's, again, nothing is written ahead of time, so I'm just reacting off of what she said, and here's uh, how it went. We're having a match because Steve couldn't last. He couldn't last as long as I did. And, you know, that's a common thing in guys. They just can't last as long as girls. But, you know... He cheated, and this is to determine who the winner is, and I guess we'll just see who wins. Can't last, huh? Steve Miggs is the human embodiment of a Viagra pill. I can last as long as humanly possible. (laughs) I forgot I even said that until, because we taped these forever ago. So 
I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, I am so glad my wife fell asleep before this. <laughs> Steve mixes the embodiment of a Viagra pill. I can last as long as I want. Oh, I'm going to get wasted and yell. Not yell, but say that to somebody. Like one of our mutual friends, like Barnes or somebody, and just like, Steve Miggs? God damn it, body men of a Viagra pill, that guy. He can go on and on and on. Right? Hours. He can, he can last all night. Four hours at minimum. <laughs> Anything longer, it's an emergency. You're going to want to get a doctor. Dr. Booty Grabber. I don't know what is going on. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why don't we take a break? Yeah. We only have a couple minutes left, and I need... I, I need to hear what you got going on in the world of sports because I do have a question for you, and it's probably just because I'm an ignorant football fan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when the Megacast returns. Oh. I'm sorry. I fell asleep while these two knuckleheads were talking. Yawn. The Megacast will be back. In this town, we love our St. Patrick's Day. Yeah! This year, Fitzpatrick's is going rogue. We're giving away COVID vaccines to the first 100 customers on St. Patrick's Day. Where did we get them? My cousin works for the health department, and he said, stop asking questions. Once you're vaccinated, that's when the fun begins. We'll have spit in the kinky leprechaun's mouth. Our famous salad bar with the sneeze guards removed. And if you cough in the bartender's face and he guesses your weight, your first beer's on us. Yeah! Wait, shut down again? Is it because we dyed the vaccinations green? Nope. The bartender just tested positive for hepatitis C. Son of a... So join us for our St. Patrick's Day going rogue party as soon as we get our license back. Seriously, do you have nothing better to do than to listen to this crap? Ted, Steve, they are dipsh**. The Megacast is back. Screw yourself. I mean, nobody's called me a dip ass in a while. No. That's an old school one. I don't even remember her name. (laughs) Was it Alice? Yahor? No, wait a minute. Who is it now? Grace was the other one. The other one. She passed. Our Australian robot passed. Well, she never liked us either. She kind of had the hots for you. Well, most of them do. <laughs> Ted Smith is the human embodiment of Viagra. Right, to robots. Yes. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great Great popcorn. First off, North London was red this weekend, which is great. The hell with you Tottenham and Tottenham fans. Yeah, screw off. Yeah. I bet Alice likes Tottenham. She probably does. Yeah. Oh, remember when you guys won a Prem? Oh, that's right. You never have won the Premiership. Other than that, uh, probably the biggest news, March Madness. Tournament starts tomorrow. Okay. Uh, 
Obviously, you could go to radio.com slash brackets. You want to fill one out? You got one? I do. You could compete against me. You'll see me on there as my name is Ted. Okay. <laughs> not the not the Ted Smith. Not Ted Smith. Just, just Ted. Ted. <laughs> it's just some guy Ted. Yeah. He's got right, brackets. Right. There's like DJs in our company all over the world or all over the country. Mine just says Ted. Are you serious? I swear to God. No respect. I know. But anyhow, it's like one of those deals uh, It's presented by Geico. If you pick a perfect bracket, you win a million dollars. There's other prizes, but it's cool. And I'm pretty sure you can change stuff as the bracket goes on. But fill one out. Mine's already in there. You might be able to beat me. I bet a lot with my heart. But uh, That's how I always do on the brackets. Yeah. Gonzaga always goes to the finals. Well, I have Gonzaga winning because they have just been dominant yeah. this year. What so, about Duke? You got Duke? They didn't even make the I tournament. Know. I know. Suckers. I <laughs> know, uh, but I mean, like, I have Maryland in the Sweet 16. I don't even know if they're going to beat UConn nah, in go the first terps. round. Right? What about them Huskies? You dub right? They're in. <laughs> Damn. They're in the stick of the knives Sorry. in, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> Bitter. Bitter, right? <laughs> uh, but no, I'm pumped. They stretched it out. It's one site. So Maryland's the first round game, 4 o'clock on Saturday. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a fun one. You got your weekend planned. Oh, yeah. So I have a question. All right, hit me. All right, because obviously right now we're also in the middle of the other big story in the world of news is NFL free agency. It is. Right. So Seahawks, it looks like Russell Wilson's <laughs> going to stay with the team. He is. Uh, Andy Dalton is making every Bears fan happy by getting signed for $10 million for a year. You know, I got to be honest with you, I think that's good for the Bears. See, that's the thing. That I said, team was already set up, and Trubisky, to me, was just terrible. I right. think Andy Dalton, you put him in an offense that works, like they, they might be good. Well, that's the thing. I think if you weren't dangling the Russell Wilson carrot in front of all the Bears fans, and if all of a sudden, like, you know, the, nothing is talked about with Russell Wilson and the Chicago Bears, and then the Bears say, we just signed Andy Dalton to a one year deal for $10 million, I think most Bears fans would be like, hey, could be worse. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not a bad quarterback. He's not awful. And. He, he, like you said, he could be poised to do a pretty good thing over there in Chicago. But, you know, you had that that glimmer of hope, even though what they offer, like three first round picks, a couple of current players, and I think a third round pick. And John Schneider's like, no, I'm not. No, thanks thanks for calling, but thanks for calling. Hey, look, you want to go home with the prom queen, right? But you never know. Maybe you meet her friend, you end up getting married, you're married for 20 years. All right. right? That could be your Andy Dalton, Chicago. <laughs> At least for one year. Here's my question for you, because you're 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 a man that knows stuff about sports, and I I apologize if, if I'm asking you a question that you do not have an answer also, to. But I forgot to mention, caps are on a heater. So are the Devils, as in they're going to hell. They suck, man. They uh, man, like they're so close, but they just find ways to suck. All right, so NFL free agency, people are signing some players. I do not understand why there's a thing called the legal tampering window. Why don't they just say free agency starts Monday? Like, why do we have this legal tampering time for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Wednesday starts the actual free agency when then all the big name free agents are already signed? I honestly, that thing is new. Okay, but here's the deal: the NFL and they're doing a good job of it, right? We're talking about it right now because of free agency. The NFL just wants they just want America to care about one sport all year round. <laughs> It's kind of the bottom line. So they throw in these new terms and stuff. It's like, right, they legally can't sign till Wednesday, but the deal's already done. Today, people just put ink to paper. Oh, okay. So So that's the legal tampering. Because if you... If you start in Jan- if you start when the playoffs are going on, you can't officially recruit guys and right. this and that. So, and I understand the whole idea of like you don't want to have to deal with tampering and stuff. But I'm like, why don't I just say Monday? Everything goes. Like I didn't know if like legal tampering meant like you can kind of reach out to like the really good guys, but you can't be hitting up everybody. Like I was like, this is kind of, this that's my make, understanding. It, that I don't makes e- sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. 
in a very illogical way. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you mean, and that, okay, you can kind of like, we agree to sign, but we can't officially sign till Wednesday. It's like, well, just sign. Has, yeah. any, has anyone ever backed out on a, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, again, I don't know. Like, honestly, you, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I never even really heard of this phase until this year. Yeah, I just thought that was so weird. I'm like, I heard it, I remember it last year, but this year they just keep bringing it up. Well, you know, legal tampering starts. I'm like, what? That sounds like so like naughty. Like you're like, oh, we're legally tampering. Yeah, like, t- all right, Steve, we can't have sex. So we can go back to my house and do hand stuff. Like, right? Like, I mean, we're still sexually active with each other. <laughs> Look, I am the human embodiment of Viagra. So, uh, yeah, Jesus, man, my arms are gonna get tired. I better yeah. start using my offhand. But, you know, by Wednesday, you can still. I'll be still ready to go. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I had a question for you about sports. Uh, okay. Because, uh, by the way, my buddy Brett, we, I've been watching more hockey, and he's like, didn't Steve get you into hockey? I was like, he did. But you got me more nerdy about it. Awesome. When you score a goal, right? or two questions. Number one, how does Ovechkin just sit there on power plays? It just, I mean, he's always in the same spot. He always hits a slap shot and scores. I'm yep. just like, I don't know. It seems like somebody, I, I guess they there's no way mo- to get around it because it's five on four, but. I have to watch more capital games, but for a while, and I think it's still the way, like they kind of shift him into more of a playing. He's like an offensive defenseman when it's a power play, so he could get those opportunities. All right. Yeah. So you know just, what I mean? So he's more at the point, if well, I remember he, correctly. I just, like, to me, it's like, right, if I'm looking at you and you're the goal, he's always kind of left, like, over here on the left and just scoring goals. And I'm yeah. just like, guys, we know he's going to be there. That's his spot. All right, my second question. But with shorthanded, they still got to be they moving got, around. They got to move around, you, right. he, he, You know, they got to keep him honest. But, what, and Ovechkin's just, I don't know. I mean, even at his age, not that he's super old, but like even he's just on a whole other level. And then my next question is, how do you hockey players know like how fast to skate or how slow to skate when you're when you're hitting gloves after a goal or like like they always cruise by and I'm like are they just barely touching is there a certain speed you know because I'm like it seems like if you hit somebody straight on you might be like whoa I got stopped that's all timing I think I've never scored a goal I'm just like, you know as a goalie I always hope that they like they don't do it so much in the NHL but in the WHL they do they tap all the gloves and they work there all the way down to the goalie and they give the goalie a, a high five too which I think they're just unrelated, but kind of related. There is not a better feeling in the world as a goalie when you make a good save and the team marches down the other end of the ice and scores. Oh, then yeah. For that, that, that's the closest I can get to feeling like I contributed to a goal. You know what I mean? Like even in pickup, like I'll make a a great save and the guys on the bench be like, yeah, tapping the tapping the, the the bench and the, yeah. and, the, and the boards, and then the team goes down and puts the puck in the net. It's just like. Oh man, that's that's Viagra right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just watching him do it last night. I'm like, how do they know? Or are they just barely tap it? I think just years of just doing it over and over, over and over. But I mean, it starts at a young age. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you're probably doing that since like you're a kid. <laughs> but I'm the worst. At, I, I remember when I first started playing like on a more of a, a you know set like uh, a, a structured games with refs and scoring and all that, not just pickup stuff. And I remember, like at the end of the game, you do the ceremonial handshake. And beer league, you do it every game, even though right. some games, like yeah, you know, you just you don't want to. And there's been times where teams have not or players have not, and you kind of look like a bitch, you know. Yeah. Like it, no matter what has gone on, come on, man, show some respect to the game and, and to the other players. But I'll be like, I've given up ten goals or I had a shutout. I I get down to the center of the ice to do the handshake as soon as possible, you know, after saying what's up to my players and celebrating. Yeah. But like, I'll sometimes time it so bad because I want to be able to time it so I don't have to stop and wait and feel like yeah. kind of a dork. 
But then, like, if you keep going, now all of a sudden I'm on the end of the ice. I'm like, am I am I crossing the line, quote unquote? Right. So I'm terrible at that. Like, I I want to time it so I'm like, boom, goalie the goalie, shaking hands. You know what I mean? Because it looks so cool when they time it out perfect. But yeah, I don't know. I was sitting there last night. I was like, I mean, somebody must have like gotten stopped or gone too fast. You know what my favorite is when a guy scores a goal. And just beelines it straight to the boards and just throws himself into the, the glass, and then everyone comes around him. Like, especially if you win like an overtime in the playoffs, like that's got to be one of the greatest. That's got to be up there with a walk off home run, an overtime yeah. goal. It's got. I mean, what else? Like in football, I guess it would just be scoring a touchdown in overtime. Yeah, football is like they they don't have the walk off as much as like hockey or baseball. But I mean, I don't know. I seen a guy once grab his nuts jumping into the end zone. <laughs> The first quarter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, I don't know. I think probably, like, a huge pat. You know what? Uh, damn it. Come on, Ted. He's a Maryland guy. Stefan Diggs from Minnesota. Remember, uh-huh. that was a playoff game. He catches that ball. They win the game in overtime. That's the one. I'd like say that yeah. first play at, in an overtime where you know you score a touchdown, game's over. Yeah. As opposed to you score a field goal. Yeah, that's got to be the best feeling. Yeah, or the nothing left on the clock, and you put the the field goal through the uprights to win. Yeah, right. Yeah, basketball, big shot at the end. Yeah, every just sport's got same, it. Right, it's just not this like football. Like that's one thing that's not the same as like crushing a homer or scoring a goal or hitting that three to win it. Yeah. God, by the way, do you watch any NBA? I haven't. Those guys shoot from anywhere now. Like <laughs> I mean, it is <laughs> so good. It is ridiculous. I mean, Steph Curry has changed that league. Dudes are bombing away from everywhere, and like. Everybody hits threes. I mean, I saw Zion yesterday. They were like, push him to the top of the point, right? Uh-huh. Dude is 6'7", like 270 pounds, and he's just crossing people up and driving the lane. I'm like, these guys are unbelievable giant athletes. Dude, it's fun. I was literally thinking about basketball this morning because I'm like, man, I've kind of become, I look like a bandwagon fan because I'm a big, I'm not big, I'm not a big basketball fan, but my team, since there's no Sonics, of course, but my team is the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, sure. I was a New Jersey Nets fan growing up as a kid because my dad got me a Chocolate Thunder Daryl Dawkins autograph. Nice. Yeah. And so like, that became my favorite team. And then when they moved to Brooklyn, I'm like, I'm from Brooklyn. Plus, I love the color scheme. It's black and white. That's the, yep. color, that's the colors I wear. And I love the Biggie-inspired uh, jersey. The Bed-Stuy one? The Bed-Stuy or the B-K-L-Y-N one. Yeah. Like, I want them to make that just like a tank top. And I know. Almost like a tank top jersey, but not that thick material, but like a tank top material. Yeah. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. But- I wear a uh, Brooklyn Nets beanie all the time in the winter. Yeah. And, but I like, I notice people like other people are wearing Brooklyn stuff because they've, they've got like all these superstars. She's got KD boy. I was pretty <clears throat> excited about that because yeah. it's former Sonic and like, that like, a oh, PG County guy that, that as well. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like, man, I'm not a big enough fan to care that they're doing well, but I'm also kind of sad that now I look like a bandwagon fan, even though I really am not a big fan. It's the dumbest thing to care about. But like I'm like, now I look like a poser, even though I was a poser, but I was a poser for a team that wasn't that great for a long time. Yeah, and a team that wasn't always in the borough. Right. And now they are. Nah, you're fine. You wear that gear. All right. Yeah. But I do love that Bed-Stuy jersey. It's awesome. Yeah. They, they got all their alternate jerseys look really cool. And also their court is awesome looking. Look, I don't own anything that says Wizards on it. I don't know. I can't tell you last time I watched a Wizards game. I mean, they're in the NBA final. I'm like, go Wiz. <laughs> you might order a shirt, like right. express order. Right. <laughs> Were you a Bullets fan? I I just wasn't a huge like NBA guy growing up. I mean, we would go to Bullets games and stuff at the old Cap Center. That was such a badass name. The Bullets? <laughs> yeah. I get why you changed it.
I still think it was funny when they changed it because all the violence. It was like the wizards. It was like, have we heard of the KKK? Like, we're DC. Like, anyhow. It's like that place in Everett right now is in trouble because they're called the Soup Nazi. And I'm like, I, I understand that you, it's a relate to Seinfeld. A, did you, I got to imagine that's a copyright issue waiting to happen. Yeah. But B, sadly, no, not everyone remembers Seinfeld. So it looks kind of weird that you're in a town that's kind of had some issues in the past, race issues, and you have had the word Nazi in the title of your place. I know you you mean well. I mean, look, if that Seinfeld aired now, they'd get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now, let's, let's get out of here because yeah, we're already, oh, we got seven minutes more than we were supposed to. Oh, look at us. We put in the extra work, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. I believe we're back next week. Yes. Right? The week yeah, after, we're, yeah, we're we're up for a couple days early next week, but we're back on Wednesday. All right, and then the week after, I think we should change and do it on Thursday. Oh, is that so? Well, it's opening day. I might have that afternoon off, so we could grab lunch. Also, do a Thursday, yeah, cast and then lunch. Yeah, I might be able to. Let me see if I can move some stuff around. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes I got nothing going on. So yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> but next Wednesday we'll be here. All right. Thank you for listening, as always. Spread the word. Also, real quick, we'll talk more about it next week, but I'm going to be on the cover of a magazine on April. It's not nice. an April Fool's joke. 253 Lifestyle Magazine hit me up, and they wanted to put me on the cover. So we did the photos. We did the interview. Uh, I Fingers crossed it's actually going to be me, my wife, and my kid on the cover. If awesome. not, there'll be pictures of us in the magazine. But when that magazine comes out, I really want to rely on the mega family to like blow it up. Like, yeah. I want to break their website. You know what I mean? Like As silly as that sounds, it's like, that's really cool that they put me on their but I want them to be like, holy crap, that was a really smart choice on our part to put Steve on the cover of the magazine. That's a selfish ego stroke. I'm with you. I'll All follow right. him right now. Yeah. I, they haven't followed me back. <laughs> Maybe they'll follow us if we blow up their website. Let's blow it up. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs>